Gbagbo. This is Black Country Blokes Chewing the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the moms, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. I've been here. It's the Black Country Blokes chewing the fat with me, Kev Dillon, Lee Cadman and Tom. And today we're going to be talking about homeschooling. And what a kick in the bollocks it is. Uh, I mean, like my Kate, he's working from home upstairs and God bless her coming down here, to, as well as working, trying to help Kate, do, um, Jasmine do work, uh, home learning. And I'm trying to do my bits and, oh my God, it's so tough. And the reason why we sent them to school, because it's like when they come up to the gym to me, and a, a dad or a mum come up and go, Kev, do you mind having a word with our Tom? Because he listens to you. And that's the same when we went to school. You go there to listen to your teacher. You come home to see your mum and dad be fun, play, discipline, don't do that, do this. But you find yourself shouting at your kids and arguing with them. And I, the thing I fear about is, will this be more damaging than not doing it? Obviously, we want our kids to be like learning how to read and to write and keep up. But I think with all the nagging of the parents, we're building walls up and eventually they're just going to want to do it. What do you think, Lee? I think you're right, Kev. It, you know, it's 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 hard to homeschool. I found it hard myself. Or it's hard to homeschool while you're doing other things. Um, but you've just got to stay patient with it, haven't you? Because it is what's happening at the moment. Um, so you have got to get on with it and just stay patient with it. And I can imagine it's even harder for you than it is for us. Just just because of your sight, you know. I don't I don't suppose they're sending you through in any easier way to help you out. Well, now it's just in normal format and like uh, on good my imagination to me and Jasmine make up stories and I'm good at maths. We draw that on a on an easel. But then when she's like trying to read something and I'm trying to help but I can't see it, then she gets upset because she can't do it. Then we have to go up and get uh, a wife. And it's just stressful, isn't it? Never mind. I mean, I've, I've got one child in year one. I mean, you've got three different kids all in different ages. And I think that's the hard thing is we're trying so hard to be mommy and daddy or nanny and granddad or whatever it is in your household. But then you're trying your best to teach them. And if you're like me, I wasn't very good at school myself because my reading and writing was old. And then if you've got more than one kid, you're having to go, uh, Alfie, do it. Lily, do this. Kelly, do this. Jasmine, do this. It's just juggling all the time, isn't it? Never mind cooking, cleaning, then trying to have a bit of exercise. And then never mind at the end of the day, when you've all been under the same roof, but you and your missus haven't said one word to each other apart from lockdown and COVID. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> sorry, yeah, uh, Steve sent a message in basically implying that uh, we never went to school. <laughs> <laughs> you should know his brother's in a lot more classes. <laughs> well, in three years, we weren't homeschooled either. <laughs> well, I, when, when I left Tolly all school, uh, through bullying and being in trouble, I had six months off um, off school, and it, it was you know they'd send us bits back, but it's very odd. But funny enough, you catch up rather quickly. You know what I mean? Like my mom, God bless her, was trying to do bits and bobs with me. I couldn't do much reading because my eyes and uh, but you know we, 
we'd learn different stuff. You know, you pot around the house, you're seeing what mom's doing, you see what daddy's doing. And I think that's what we've got to be more focused on. Obviously, uh, you want your children to read. Because as someone who can't read very well, it can hold you back so hard. But I think what we've got to be doing is also teaching them how to put them up around, how to cook cookies, what goes into this. And education you know, has just got to be in books, has it? Funny you, you say that, Kev. Um, Jenna, um, Gemma Hawksworth, is, she's a teacher. She's just written in. And she says the best way... Sorry, I'll just bring it up. The best way is to teach them your skill set. Yeah. And you can use this time, can't you, to do to teach them things that maybe they wouldn't have learnt in school. And I think that's that's easier to do for us. And it's going to still be key to their development. Well, ever since Jasmine's been born, my wife reads for us a story every night. But since I haven't been at the gym, I've been taken up to bed. So I make a stories up about Princess Jasmine and the Teddy Tiger. And sometimes she's at Hogwarts, sometimes she's in a palace. And the story's always got a bit of a, me uh, a meaning to it. Like the other day, she was a right ungrateful piece. So uh, the ungrateful toad come around and just keep going, more, more, more. And eventually he popped. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and just bringing imagination into it and uh, explaining to her, if, you, if you're playing with someone they're not nice to you, don't chase after them. Because all that nasty person wants is attention. So ignore them and they'll come finding you. And my Jasmine's always been very good at empathy. If she sees someone who's fell over, she'll always go over and check on them. So that's a skill that I've taught her, and obviously my wife. But maybe these are the lessons we're more focused on than can you do division, she's five. As long as she can count to a number, add, take away, and then we'll gradually bring in times is, you know, that's great. She's five, she's a baby. In some countries, they don't even start going to school until they're seven. What do you yeah. think, Tom? Because your missus is a teacher. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I can only speak for secondary school I mean she's a secondary school teacher so it's more more sort of the older oh, kids um but you know I've, well personally I mean if you, I, I feel sorry for my mum and dad if I um well my stepmom and dad sorry if uh if, if 10 years ago I'd have had to be at home because I definitely wouldn't have done any work um and I've, I've definitely noticed it, you know with my other half she's shown me a lot of you know saying like oh, there's only three out of ten have been turning up or two out of 20 and I think you know I think, like as as Gemma said, and what you two have just said, I it, I think if I had kids personally, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I think you know, as long as you're teaching them, you know, as long as they're not just playing with toys, sat there all day or on their Xbox or whatever. I think as long as they're doing something constructive and you know, you're doing things with them when you can, you know, I just think it's it's something that that can't be out really. As obviously, you just uh, you know, with the pandemic, it's out of everyone's control, isn't it? It's quite it's bad, a... sorry, sorry, that's quite bad because. Obviously, your 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 partner's secondary school teacher. My eldest is in secondary school, and and to, to be truthful, she comes down with the odd question about something she doesn't understand, and then I tell her, "Well, I don't understand, so you might as well." You know. <laughs> <laughs> that but that you know that happens quite a lot. Uh, now that doesn't happen very often. To be fair, she tends to get on with her work. Um, my youngest, it's a different situation because she's in a special needs school. So her her learning is um, a lot of listening to nursery rhymes and uh, jungle book and things like that. So again, we, with with my daughter, I've been concentrating on more of the physical side. So I've been making sure she goes in a standing frame and, and things along that line. But my son, who's in the middle, who is in year five now, that's that's the one I found the hardest. Uh, and he and he's a bright lad and he'll get on with it, but the way it's been put together by the teacher, I don't think it's the best. Um, 
you know, you, this, that they'll, they'll explain on one sheet what to do. And then you've got to go and find the other sheet to actually fill in what you got to do. Um, and there's things like that in different apps. And I think sometimes if they just brought it all into one, it just make it easier. Yeah. I think, I think one thing, I think me and Kev said it a while ago when we were speaking on about his daughter and I think definitely for, I know we secondary schools, I mean, you know, I've seen a few things on Twitter of people saying, yeah, teacher's loving it at home. And I can assure you, like, she is not loving it at home at all. It's like, I don't know, I, I, I said it to myself before before she went off. I was like, oh, you know, it's going to be brilliant. And it just doing two, three, four lessons a day. But, you know, like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, like, preparation. You know, I'm, I'm the same on the computer. It's a lot of, like, fiddling around on, you know, Excel and Microsoft Word, uh, planning things and PowerPoints. And, you know, it, it's quite hard work. Whereas... I know you were saying, Kev, about, you know, your daughter, that they haven't really done too much. Obviously, it's harder with younger kids. But, you know, like I think we were saying, you know, like I think I think maybe with primary schools, teachers could have made more of an effort in the sense of, you know, teachers doing little recordings, you know, checking up on kids. Because, you know, I, I think that would have been a nice touch. And I think that engagement at that age, like you say, is so important. Well, I think if they do, like, advertising my daily videos on uh, Instagram and Facebook, if you just go, hello, this is Mr. Dylan, just checking on, 1B or whatever it is, just make sure everyone's doing well. Today we're going to do phonics. If anyone's got any problems doing phonics, uh, get your mommy or daddy to email the school. Because when yeah. you talk to someone like me about phonics, I'm thinking, what on earth is phonics? You know what I mean? And, I don't even know. <laughs> no, that's it. It's funny, you know. Sometimes they're teaching you the same thing in school, but they've worded it different. And that always just get me in exams. Uh, yeah. Instead of going, one add one, it'd be one multiplied by, and I'm going, hang on. Now, does multiply means I've got to times it or add it? And I'm thinking, when you throw tricky words into a bloke who's got a very tricky mind like myself, it just baffles me because I'm thinking, I know the answer to the question, but how you've worded it is confusing. And I think that's, and like maybe the way that we're going to teach our children won't fit in with the curriculum, if that makes sense, because we've got to the same result what we've got there on a different journey, if that makes sense. To, to me, Kev, there's a, there's never anything wrong with that. I, I remember being at school and, and basically being told off for working something out differently to what the teacher worked out. And it still puzzles me today. As long as you get the right answer at the end of it, you work it out whichever way is easiest for you. And it yeah. puzzles me today that they, that's even a thing that's... You know, and don't get me wrong. I think you should look at the way they work it out. But if it's still not easier for you, then do it the way that you find easiest. But doesn't that sum up education? It it it, it doesn't change. You know, it's, you will do it my way. You know, as you say, if, if it's um, when you've got to make up a little rhyme to remember how many planets are on the solar system, that's great for you. Or as long as you get to the end result and it's correct, does it really matter how you've got there? And that's the same with sport. A lead hand has got to go to the backhand. That is a block. I remember saying on one of my coaching uh, courses, I went, isn't the idea to stop me from being hit? And he went, well, yeah. I went, so does it matter if I block it there or I block it on my little finger? If I, I went, as long as I'm hitting him more than he's hitting me, I want to do something right. And that's the same with your spellings, your multiplications. As long as you're getting the end result correct, who cares? Hmm. We've got a question in from, from Steve. So it's, guys, do you think it's easier to homeschool now with modern technology? Just imagine if it was used the most we had in the way of technology was Snake on a phone. I think he's got some mistakes. Do you need to go back to school after that one? <laughs> he's super reading. I don't know. 
But uh, you know what? That's interesting because I was thinking about this the other day. And for me, I think it would have been easier without the technology because the way I saw it then is they they give you the workbooks to do at home and then you do a page in each workbook a day or something until you mm-hmm. complete your workbook. Then it gets marked. To me, that's easy because, you like, like I said earlier, to find the work now, to download the God knows how many different apps or websites or whatever you've got to go on, it's not all put in one place. It's all over the place. Um, so I think for me, it'd be easy if I could put a book in front of my son and go, fill that page number 10 there on that book number 12 and on that book number three. And once you've done that, you're done. That I agree with. But then on the flip side, the beauty of technology is me and Jasmine have to do um, a thank you letter to Father Christmas for a schoolwork or uh, writing a list down for a party, a New Year's Eve party. And because my spelling's so bad, she's saying chocolate. Then I talk into my phone, how do you spell chocolate? So she could copy it. So I was helping her do the reading and writing, even though I can't read and write myself. Yeah. That's helpful. And if you go... Um, what year was Henry VIII born in? And you can find it on Google. So it has its pros, but it also has its negatives, as in, wouldn't it make sense if they just give you a book, as you said, fill this in? Or if there was software, they could have it saying, complete this, or all your facts, all your figures are here. Yeah, yeah. I suppose your situation is different to ours in that in that sense. I think, um, I think, I think, I suppose now as well. In answer to that question, it's, but suppose it's, you know, like I suppose if you, if you, you know, look, I suppose there's a lot of people who aren't probably don't have, you know, like a, a decent laptop or they might, they might not even have a laptop at all or you know, broadband that kind of thing. And I think that was one thing, you know, I didn't. I think when when my other half, you know, I said, surely, you know, every kid's got to have, they've all got to have Wi-Fi and, and laptops. And she'd be like, she was like, no, honestly, you'd be surprised how many that that haven't got it. So I think on the flip side, I suppose it. Depends which which side of technology you're on, really, doesn't it? Yeah, I think that's valuable because you think everyone's got a mobile phone now, but it's can they afford it or have they are they all using mom and dad's phone and mom and dad need it for for work, work and yeah, then you've yeah. got the kids who are trying to get on it and then so it's as you say it, it, it's very complicated. But as I said about the whole lockdown, can you imagine instead of 2020, 2021? If you're back in 1990, we would have had the technology. We had four channels on the TV and a house phone. But one thing we did have then, and we haven't seen to got nowadays, is imagination. We knew how to keep ourselves occupied. Common sense as well. I don't know whether we had that then. (laughs) 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 We got a, a comment in from Becky Robinson. So she, I'm finding my primary age boys being taught things that I didn't learn until high school and terminology I've never used yeah. or never heard before. Google is my friend. I think they're they are expecting too much from young children. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll add to that first because I think I think you know I was on about that to someone the other week. I think in terms of that, I'll, you know, I, I know little kids now. You know, I'll, sometimes when I cut their hair and I'm chatting to them and you know, I say, "Oh, you've been doing at school or whatever," and some of the things they say to me now, like, you know, what we was just on about, I, I don't think we did. So I think, you know, we definitely on what we was just on about with technology now. I do think kids are probably, I'd say, but they probably are more advanced now, I think, you know, academically in terms of what they've got and, you know, the resources they've got, which most of them have got anyway. So I don't know what you two think. That's the way it should be, I think, Tom. You know, we yeah. should be should be 
advancing and um, every, I suppose, every generation sh- should be better than the last in theory. And they're moving with the times, aren't they? And I think, like, sometimes when, um, like, it's easy to say, like, oh, limit their screen time. But, you know, honestly, I'm either watching the TV or I'm looking at my phone. So it's great when we've got each other and we can do role play and we can stretch our imaginations. And when it's a nice day, go for a walk. And in the summer, when we were just watering the garden and, like, out, out the front of me, we've got trees. So we've seen it, the trees when they're bare to when they've got the blossom, to when they've got the leaves, to when the leaves have fell down, to seeing the leaves with the um, with the snow on. So it's been beautiful seeing, you know, and actually having the walks around your own neighbourhood. Because normally you jump in the car and you go for a drive somewhere. But this lockdown is done again. You know, I've lived here 30-odd years, and I never realised how beautiful this field is. It's in that as well, is it, Kev? You don't usually, you're usually going out to work when it's dark and coming back when it's dark, so you're missing a lot of that in between as well. And it's amazing when you actually stop to look what you see and you go, my God. It's like, you know, going like in the first lot there and I must have four million pine cones. And at first we were painting them, we're decorating. And honestly, if they don't want any pine cones, I've got a, a garage full. But it was just something for us to go and search, find, and then find stuff to do with. And then obviously when everyone was painting the stones, to paint the stones and we're going, oh, you done with them. Oh no, Jasmine, someone's had our stone. Then we go somewhere where there's loads of them painted stones and then kind of things were lovely. But what I'm finding in third lockdown, in first lockdown, I look like a genius because I was coming up with all the games that we played in the 80s going, oh yeah, we'll do this. But even I'm fed up and I'm thinking, should we do another drawing? Should we make mommy another card? Should we make nanny and granddad another card with glitter and paint? And so I think it's getting harder to be creative doing something we haven't already done. Yeah. Would you, Sorry, would you I Sorry, I was reading, uh, half reading a question. when <laughs> I wouldn't listen to you, Kev. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was half reading a question, though. But, yeah, it is. It is more awkward. Um, and I suppose, again, that's where technology comes in, that you can search um, for things to do with, with what you've got around your house. Um, so that that you know that again can make it easier, but um, it is definitely more awkward. And I think the first lockdown, um, I found that you weren't that fussed with the homeschooling. It was a nice day out. Let's go and have some fun. They're they're never you know they're never off school like this. So let's make the most of it. Whereas this one, it's more like actually you've missed quite a bit of school here. So we really should be knuckling down and getting this homeschooling done. At least be doing something. And I think with being a parent, you always feel guilty about everything, don't you? Like, um, if, oh, I've got to make her work, otherwise she's going to pull behind. If she falls behind, it's my fault. But then I keep forcing her to do it, and then I'm upsetting her, it's my fault. Then Kate feels um, guilty because I'm downstairs with Jazz for like 10 hours a day. But then, and it's, it's always that guilt and worry, and that, that comes with being a parent anyway. But I feel like this is just put a magnifying glass on it, where... You're adding stress to stress, and with stress comes guilt, 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 frustration. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely right. Um, Gemma Hawksworth again. She's put. Uh, it's getting harder the longer it goes on. It's right. We've just had a tip off, Mark. So if if your child's using his screen a lot, he says if lots of screen time, try the twenty 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 rule. So every twenty minutes spend 20 seconds looking at something 20 metres away. I've never heard of that before. 
I, I can't even see the phone now, so that's no good for me. <laughs> but thank you, Mark. Yeah, I'll try, what, what I'll that, try that one. What that means is because I had to do that, like, because my, my eyes, I was always on a laptop at, um, at, at, uh, at school. I was a touch typist, I could type 100 words a minute. And because I was always there typing it, we would turn the screen, but then I'd have to look as far as I could because it, otherwise it damages the lens in your eye. And as your iris moves, the colour bit in your eye, that's how your lens is working. So like, like, as your pupil goes open, you have to do that when it's in the dark or, and then it gets smaller in the light. And it's the same with uh, your lens. It gets longer and thicker when I'm concentrating on short or long distances. So that's a great tip. If you, if you are concentrating there, then stare as far away. Give your lens in your eye uh, a rest. It's a great advice, Mark. Thank you. Hey, I'm not as thick as I look. Well, <laughs> it just come back saying it refocus. Sorry, it refocus the eyes to reduce the strain, which is pretty much what you've just you've just said. Yeah, it's uh, the lens within the eye. So sorry. yeah, but it's, but that's you know it's it's just a handy little trick because you know I mean we're all doing it. We're all swiping and googling and then looking at the telly but sometimes you know even just a sat looking out your window you know go and be nosy look out your window as usual as usual steve the smart ass i do that at work 20 minutes of work 20 minutes of looking out the wondering wondering how to escape <laughs> i think we've all been doing that like looking out thinking god i wish i was free well, he's got better since school, to be fair, because it used to be six hours off school when you're meant to be there and, yeah. and there, signing in for the register. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, you know, with social media, just on, onto a different, just onto a different uh, tangent, yeah. So they've got me doing the, the TikTok videos, Black Country Blokes TikTok. Have, you, have you, you two ever signed on to TikTok? I have no intention of ever signing on to TikTok. Uh, <laughs> It's just smut. It's just young birds dancing around, gladly dressed. I feel like a right prude. That's when you can tell you're you're getting older and a dad. You're thinking, God, bad, put some clothes on. (laughs) (laughs) I wondered why you were so eager to sign up. (laughs) (laughs) I'll click on it because you've got a message. And then it'll come on. And it's like, all these girls doing this. I'm thinking, (laughs) what's up for me? Get off, get off. It's bonkers times, eh? Um, Gemma's just come come up with a good thing, actually. Um, so she's put on on here. She's done it in two messages. Um, but it's basically get the kids to teach you, and that's with within gaming. So uh, I know there's games such as Minecraft and things along that line that actually do do uh, do do a lot of teaching on there. Um. But yeah, you, you, your kids could probably teach you a thing or two about that. The great way, if you get someone to teach you, and I use this in the boxing world, if you get someone to go and lead, go and take Tom on the pads, then you're saying, get your foot in range, put your hands up. So you're correcting them. But the only way you're correcting it, you've got to process it yourself in your brain. So if you can get yourself to teach someone, that's a longer way of keeping the knowledge in their own mind. So it's bang on. So if you can say, can you explain these phonemes to me? Can you explain explain these diagraphs to me? If they explain it to you, then they're teaching you. It's a better way of keeping it in their brain. So once again, Gemma, brilliant point. Okay. Sorry, mate. I don't I don't understand that that mark. To be honest, Mark, explain yourself on that comment. 
Yeah. It's great having everyone writing in and because um, we're looking at the software and Lee's taking over because we had a few technical problems with um, seeing how it works on podcasts. And uh, it's amazed us how many different countries all around the world are listening to us because we thought this was going to be a black country thing and in the Midlands and hopefully British. But it's not only in Europe. I mean, we've got a massive following in America and Australia, people in Taiwan, Singapore, Holland, Russia. That t- doing. <laughs> well, that's all right. It's all that TikTok you're doing, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give the people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the disappointment of a of a fourteen year old girl getting on TikTok and seeing you. <laughs> I've been here. This is <laughs> just give the people what they want, Kev. Strip. Shake um, your money maker. So Mark explained it is uh his comment there. So he, he put in a comment, do some sea shanty on TikTok. Oh yeah. Oh you know what it is? See, I'm not yeah. doing it's Kev, you are, obviously. I'm not having the kids. I watch uh, Jeremy Vine, and uh, there's this young lad. And I thought, I could, I could do this, yeah? I like it. <laughs> God, don't sing on there, Kev. Please. I, 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 I reckon the Black Country blokes will have a Christmas number one one day. Now. Nah. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> I've already written a song called Dean, you know, because there's always there's always songs about all these things, and it's going to be Dean, where have you been, Dean, what have you seen? Yeah, I've just muted Kev's mic because <laughs> sorry about that, people. <laughs> if that hasn't helped you mental health, I don't know what will. <laughs> Kev, I can mute you at any time. <laughs> If only Kate had that option. <laughs> Very true. Very true. <laughs> but with this homeschooling, guys, we will get through it. And I think what we've got to do, and it's so easier said than done, sometimes you've got to read the rule. And um, if it's not work, it's not work, step away from it. Because someone said to me, just because you're being busy doesn't mean you're being constructive. Oh, yeah. You know when you're not in the right frame of mind, you can read the same piece of paper 150 times and it doesn't go in. So don't be busy, be constructive. When it's right, do a little bit. 15 minutes is better than nothing. 15 minutes is better than 15 hours. That 15 hours is just banging you against the wall. So we're all doing our best. I've never met anybody who hasn't tried the best for the children. So let's keep on doing what we're doing and, you know, look after your own sanity as well. Have you two got anything else to say about anything? Go on, Tom, I'll let you go first. Yeah, again, mate, I just think, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, forever, and I think we've got to remember that, haven't we? You know, hopefully we can get back to, to normal, like, sooner rather than later. And, again, I think Lee said it a couple of weeks ago, you know, I suppose, in a way, if, if, if you have got kids and that, I suppose you've got to try and take this, if you are off with them anyway, you know, take this time of time you'll probably never get back with them again. So, like you say, I mean, in terms of younger kids, you know, I don't think there's much you can probably do with them at home. I mean, there's probably probably stuff they can watch on YouTube when it, in terms of learning and stuff like that now, isn't there? So just make the most of stuff like that, really. And I don't goes. Know Gemma's commenting you singing there or just saying the show was superb. I think it's the singing, mate. We all know it's the singing. <laughs> Simon Cowell will be on the phone to be saying, so does Dean idea. Where can we go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate that very much. I think we ought to give a big shout out to the teachers, to be quite honest. Um, yeah. Although it is different doing it from home because there's a lot more to do. I spoke to um, Kieran, who's coming on the show in a couple of weeks, and his, his brother is um, a teacher and he's homeschooling his three children. And uh, that must be awkward, you know, trying to set up lessons um, and be part of the, the, the kids' lives in, in school as well as doing your own, your own children. So, yeah, big shout out to teachers. And, uh, yeah, cool. I bet you can't wait till they're all back in school. And not, and not just, like, teachers, the dinner ladies and the people like that, you know, the people. And now I remember the dinner ladies when I was at school. They were the older ladies. So, you know, they're probably on the on the hit list of the corona. And they're out there, you know, just doing it well. To, and, like, I was seeing this report the other day. And, like, some schools are 50, 50% um, full. Because, like, not just key workers, but some parents just are at their wit's end. So for the safety of the parents and the child, they've been going into school. And I think that then parents aren't to be frowned at because you know yourself and you know your situation. So, you know, don't beat yourself up because there's so much guilt and everything going around. So let's have a little bit more self-kindness. And, you know, yeah, but- if you are out there, massive respect to you for helping our children. It's understanding, isn't it, um, of individual circumstances at that point. I've seen a lot in the news lately. Um, Katie Price is looking at putting her son in full-time care and the comments I was reading because she was going to do that, it was disgusting, absolutely disgusting. But they've never had to live in her situation with a, with a child or, or now an adult with a severe disability who wrecks the place who does this who does that so it's easy for people to comment and say well i'd never do that i'd never put my child into that care but until you're in that situation you, you can't say that and how true that is i mean everyone's so eager to judge but you don't know what you'd be doing in that situation like if uh, your son is uh, on the spectrum of autism and uh because his routine's completely gone he's playing up he's breaking things he's effing and jeffing making you and your partner argue, or if you, you're right on the brink of your own mental health at the moment. And I think the thing with the pandemic is we're going to see people who've never suffered with mental health coming out with mental health, you know, always being able to be out there and do things. But all of a sudden they're thinking, I know what this depression is now. I know what this anxiety is. So less judgment, more caring. As I keep saying, the only thing we want to be contagious at the moment is kindness and understanding. And laughter. And laughter. <laughs> okay. Anything, anything you want to say, Tom? No, no, just just what you, you two just said, really, you know what I mean? Just just keep uh, keep talking to each other. And, you know, I think it's one thing I've realised definitely now in this third lockdown is, you know, when I think, I think we spoke about this last week, I think, or maybe the week before, and... You know, like I mean, like, we don't have any kids or anything, but you know, it's just me and my partner. And you know, I think, I think now, you know, when we do have our little ta- tiffs and taffs with each other, you know, when we have our fallout, I think it's just, I think, like we said last week, I think, you know, you, remember, it doesn't last, you know, long, and you know, it's an hour later, and then you, you know, you make a joke and you're both laughing and you forget about it. And I think, you know, I think that's that's one thing I've definitely realised. You know, when you do feel like you're in that you know in that bit of a headspace and you don't want to take it out on anyone you know just if you can go in into a different room or you know go out for a walk and just just calm down before before you have that conversation yeah yeah um before we go as well 
I just want to say if you um, if you missed Tuesday's show, <clears throat> excuse me, if you missed Tuesday's show with Alex Brooker from the last leg, what a brilliant bloke he was! Just a, a proper lad who come on told his his story about disability, success, and he was just a normal bloke. I mean, massive respect to him. You know what I mean? So uh, check it out. Brilliant episode. Yeah, if you want to catch up on that, uh, you can find it on our Facebook, on YouTube. But if you don't want to see our ugly mugs, it's also on Spotify, um, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and just about any other podcast platform. Um, So go and catch up. Absolutely fantastic episode. So on Tuesday, we have got Sean, who's coming on the show. Sorry, Sean, I can't remember your last name. But I remember it for Tuesday. Sean's Johnson, out. I think, Kev. Uh, Sean Johnson. Yeah. He's going to be coming on the show on Tuesday. Now, Sean's had a colourful life. He's been um, a hard man. He's been in trouble. He's gone to prison. He's been homeless. And now he's rebuilding his life. And I think, I know a lot of people have had that life. So I think it's relatable to a lot of people. So a quote. Has anyone got a quote, boys? <laughs> How about with these? What we were saying earlier, try walking a mile in someone else's shoes. So, until we see each other next time, guys, take care of yourselves and each other. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta a bit. Listen, listen.